Podcast. Today we have with us Matthew Kimberly. How are you? How are you, Matthew? I've never been better. I can think of no way I would rather be spending my time than with you right now, Shade. Oh wow, that's so amazing. And I feel the same way. I am completely present here with you, even though we're virtually separate, but I am with you. I'm gonna completely listen to what you have to say and the audience is also going to appreciate this organic conversation we're about to have. Well, let's hope so. Yeah, they will, of course. Um, Matthew, so just to begin with, why don't you take the stage and kind of introduce yourself in your own words? Sure. So um, I have been uh, self-employed for the last 15 years or so, and I've been in, in sales and direct sales for my entire adult life. Um, my first business was a, a recruitment company, uh, which uh, was the traditional agency model. And I uh, recruited lots of um, IT contractors for big banks and so on and learned how to manage a team mm -hmm. and uh, how to deal with finance and so on and so forth. And I realized that what I really enjoyed doing was training my sales staff uh, and, and teaching them how to uh, get people to say yes to them, how to influence the odds in their favor uh, when they're on the telephone, when they're in client meetings and so on and so forth. And so I decided in, in the next uh, iteration of my career that I would focus on helping people sell more. Um, and the natural path then led me to working with business owners who perhaps weren't born uh, salespeople or who had learned to trade like uh, law or chiropractic or web design or similar, um, and they left college or they left vocational school with incredible skills. And very rarely did they learn uh, the ins and outs of marketing and selling. So now at the helm of an organization called Book Yourself Solid, I uh, work with small business owners to help them make more money and enjoy their time as a business owner more readily. Hmm. So what's your most favorite niche for small businesses? Do you mean the, the industry in which the yeah. owner operator works? Yes. Man, I, uh, you know, uh, Shahid, I love working with uh, anybody, we, uh, almost exclusively service providers. So, you know, very rarely will I touch on, on food and beverage or retail or, or industry uh, in terms of, you know, manufacturing. Um, most of my clients are service providers. I, I really enjoy working with those who are in the transformational space. So whether that's physical transformation or mental transformation or wealth transformation, um, people who who are uh, who are making the world a better place, one client at a time. And I'm working with uh, professional organizers at the moment. I'm working with various healthcare professionals, practitioners, uh, business coaches, and life coaches as well. Um, although I have you know, experience across the whole gamut, including uh, pharmaceuticals and uh, online casinos, uh, I really do spend my time now working with those who are making the world a better place one client at a time. Yeah, I like that. One client at a time. That's excellent. I can definitely appreciate your help. 
um, because I find, you know, coaches and mentors, many of them, you know, struggle. And I love that name, Book Yourself Solid. So what makes you different um, compared to the other companies that are out there providing something similar? Well, you know, I think I think uh, to a large extent, many of us are commodities. We're either selling, uh, you know, transformation yeah. in the in the money space, or transformation in the body space, or in the relationship, or, or, or um, you know, well being space. Um, and so, what makes us different, I think, is really the the people and the underlying philosophy. It doesn't mean we're unique, uh, but you know, for every every uh, everybody's going to choose their service provider, their their coach, their system, their business coach based upon a few criteria. One is, can this person help me get what I want? And number two, do I like and trust mm -hmm. this person well enough to give them my custom, my attention, my money, my email address? Uh, and so what we do at Put Yourself Solid is we focus on on really the, 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 the important truth that marketing doesn't get you clients. Uh, marketing just creates awareness about who you are and what you have to offer the world. So you know, many of our clients, if they were to receive 100 new clients of their own overnight, something would break very rapidly or they've worked with uh, marketing agencies or marketing coaches, or they've followed courses or guides or read books that have said, look, if you just do this on Instagram, or if you just do this on LinkedIn, or if you just do this in the, in the local high street shopping mall, um, then your fortunes will be transformed. And, and unfortunately, that's rarely true. What people do is they respond to you, and this is the, the philosophy of Book Yourself Solid, is that marketing creates awareness about who you are, what you have to offer the world, and people will respond to that with their eyeballs and their attention. And when they do that, they'll check out your, your foundation. Does this person have what I want? Can they help me get what I like? Do I like this person enough to allow them to earn my trust? And then they raise their hand and say, okay, look, you, you, you seem to be legit. I'm going to give you the opportunity to earn my trust. And it's what happens after that that determines whether we get booked solid with our ideal clients. So we, we're not forcing people into a sales funnel. We instead have a sales cycle, which says, look, if this is you, then we can help you here. People make investments that are proportionate to the amount of trust that we have earned. And mm -hmm. that trust develops at different speeds for different people. By means of example, if, uh, if I do a speaking gig uh, on stage for 40 minutes, it's likely, uh, if the room is, is the right room, that somebody will come up to me and say afterwards and say, Matthew, you know, I never heard of you before today, but uh, I love what you're doing. Let's work together. Um, and, you know, that figure might be five figures or it might be six figures. And, and they, have, they have seen enough in 40 minutes to make an important buying decision that might cost them, you know, twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars, and that person took forty minutes to make a big buying decision. I'll go back to my hotel room after the after the gig, and I'll look at my emails, perhaps, and somebody will say, "Hey, Matthew, just want to let you know I've been on your mailing list for seven years. Uh, I've loved all of your emails. I've read them all, and today I bought a copy of your book." So it took one person seven years to make an investment of maybe $10. And it took another person 40 minutes to make an investment of $20,000, let's say. So what we have to do and what we teach and, and implement at Book Yourself Solid is making sure that we are focused all the time on building trust through our sales cycle. The tools that we use are determined to meet people where they are um, and to let them know that when they're ready, then we have the goods for them.
And that's mm-hmm. that's the the systematic approach. Marketing creates awareness. Awareness gives you the opportunity to earn trust. Trust gives you the opportunity to earn sales. You can lose it. You can continue to earn it through the delivery, through the uh, customer lifetime uh, with with us. And only then do we look at marketing, because only mm-hmm. then are we able to not squander the lead uh, or the eyeball when it eventually uh, finds its way to us. Mm. Also, Book Yourself Sold has been around mm. for you know, 20 years or, or so, and it predates social media. So we find that a lot of our clients are asking themselves, you know, do I have to dance on Instagram in order to, uh, in order to sign a client? And, and we say, well, categorically not, because businesses have been in business since you know, commerce existed since, you know, the minute that trade happened. Um, and, and if you could transport yourself back 20 years pre-social media, perhaps just at the advent of the internet, what were people doing in order to get clients? And it's exactly the same thing they're doing today. They're perhaps just using a different medium. So many of our mm-hmm. clients are allergic to social media, which, uh, which, which is great. Maybe that's what makes us different. Yeah. Yeah, true. And the no like tr- uh, trust factor is is incredibly important, um, especially nowadays with all the noise. Um, for for example, if you if you create that marketing, you know, if it's social media, any other medium, and, and by the way, so I'm I'm surprised to hear that you've been around for more than 20 years. Like that's that's incredible. Like, you know, the amount of experience you must have gained, the amount of people that you must have worked with, um, the amount of answers you must have for people is next level. Um, you know, I've been doing this for a while. I meet a lot of people. Um, I don't actually haven't come across that much of an experience. So, uh, kudos to you on that. Um, once you do, once you take care of the marketing, once you create that awareness, now, what is your pointer or top three suggestions to gain their like and trust factor? Well, I think they're going to like us or they're not, but we don't want to leave that down to uh, chance. There are some people that we're meant to serve and others not so much. So the idea that we should be working with everybody who has a checkbook and a pulse is is an anathema to us you know there are some people we're meant to serve and others not so much for most small businesses most entrepreneurs we don't need that many clients you know we're not launching the next netflix we're not Mm -hmm. starting uh the next um you know uh, starbucks brand Mm -hmm. um so we're looking for the hardcore people who say yeah i like this person so we're going to work on our personal brand and that means that we have to be uh, very clear about what we stand for and who we stand for. And this, in turn, uh, allows us to be more magnetically attractive to the right people. Because um, in order to be attractive um, or magnetic, you need a north and a south. You need to be somewhat polarizing. And that doesn't mean you've got to be deliberately controversial. It just means you've got to mm-hmm. make a clear stance about who you are, what you stand for, and the kind of people that you want to work with. And that stance could be based upon your politics um, that stance could be based upon your religious beliefs. That stance could be based upon your philosophical view of the world or the, or the, um, the, the philosophies that you hold very dear. And if you announce those, rather than trying to appeal to everybody, by announcing those, say, look, I, if, if, you're a, if you're a Democrat, then we're going to get on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the most uh, 
influential people in the world are those who clearly stand for something. The people who are invited onto television programs to be talking heads time and time again are those who have a strong opinion. And the most mm -hmm. influential people in the world are also the most divisive, not because they're necessarily controversial, but because they're saying, hey, I am, this is what I represent. And if you feel comfortable here, we're very you know, attracted to people who are like us. Um, and, and so that's an important factor. Um, it's scary for, for many business owners not to, you know, do what we were taught at school, which is try to please everybody, but, but rather to carve out who we're for and make it very clear mm -hmm. who we're not for. So that, that would be the first thing. The second thing is, uh, really, really strong CRM integrity. You know, I've, I've, I've come across organizations of, of thousands and thousands of employees and their CRM is a mess. You know, they can't find data on uh, their previous clients. They don't have a comprehensive uh, email marketing strategy, which is linked to, you know, keeping in touch with prospects and clients. <laughs> I've, I've seen organizations that are doing 10 figures that uh, have, have strongly, strongly neglected their keep in touch strategy. And a keep in touch strategy should be twofold. It should be one-to-one, -one, which means your sales team know where to find the prospects. They know where to find the data on the previous uh, clients and they are proactively keeping those accounts uh, warm or, or, you know, making a deliberate decision to close them out. Plus you'll want to many keep in touch strategy, which is, which is email marketing um, or, or similar. Um, uh, these touch points on a repetitive basis uh, and by repetitive, I mean, consistent, not, not necessarily repeating yourself really do make the world a difference. You know, people will tell me, for example, uh, I haven't made any sales this month. And I will say, well, how many sales offers, have you made? And they will say, well, none. And I say, well, I think I see a correlation. <laughs> so what are we going to do to make sure we're making more sales offers? Well, the internet and, and technology makes that very easy. There's nothing stopping us from emailing our, our database every day and saying, hey, uh, you might be interested in this, or this could be, this could be of great use to you. Uh, so, so not doing decent keep in touch um, is something which hobbles an enormous amount of organizations. And perhaps for the smaller business, um, you know, any client who hires you is hiring you for, in most cases, not every case, but in most cases, not because they want a worker, but probably for most people listening on, to, to this podcast, not because they want a worker, not because they want a freelancer, not because they want to pay somebody by the hour, but they're looking for leadership uh, and they're looking for confidence. You know, if, if you're going to hire a business coach, if you're going to hire a personal trainer, if you're going to hire a chef, if you're going to hire a, uh, a lawyer or a dentist, yeah. you want to know that they firmly believe uh, that they are the best in the world. It's easier to follow somebody who demonstrates leadership skills than it is to choose, uh, choose somebody who perhaps doesn't exude that confidence. So having the confidence to look somebody in the eye and say, the best thing for you is me and here's why is going to serve you very well. And I certainly see very, very early stage entrepreneurs or, or self-employed people come undone uh, by not showing the world um, that they're the real deal. So uh, confidence in yourself, uh, really strong CRM integrity, and having a powerful personal brand identity that allows people to know why they should choose you. These are three areas for immediate improvement for most mm -hmm. businesses. That's excellent. Thank you for sharing that. And it that confidence, I feel that it comes from speaking from your heart, from what you believe and what you're your your passion is in right like what you're passionate about without having to kind of get everyone 
are trying to attract everyone, but you're saying what they want to hear when you shift it, like you're saying, when you shift it from your passion, you speak on that belief and what you, what you train on, what you coach on, whatever that's coming out, it comes out on the other end when someone is, is listening to this, consuming it. That's when you have that connection, right? And that's where you have that, that feeling that, okay, this is my guy. Like, this is exactly what I'm feeling. You know, it's that, that vibrational connection that people have. And I agree that super important to be organic and just speak, um, and, and train and teach and, and stand by those passions. It can certainly, yeah. I mean, it certainly helps. It's, we, we believe a book so solid that business should be a love story. Uh, and that's a love yeah. story between you and your clients, between you and the work yeah. that you do, between you and the marketing mm-hmm. that you do. You know, um, very, very few of us are mo- motivated purely by money. And we can. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfectly possible to be confident if you're selling, um, I don't know, uh, photocopy machines. But if you truly, truly believe in your photocopying machine, um, you're going to find it's an awful lot easier. Um, yeah. it's, it's easier to give the energy. And you're right about the vibrational output mm. and input. You know, the two mm. meet where mm. enthusiasm yeah. is... Um, uh, in, infective, infectious. Enthusiasm is infectious. You know, we we mm-hmm. we can pretty quickly. T- this is this is what we call our, our why we do it statement, right? So uh, everybody does what they do, um, whatever that is. You know, I help small business owners make more money, or I help uh, middle-aged tennis players uh, score more points, or whatever that might be. Um, but then you then the customer is always going to be looking at why do they do that? What's their motivation? Mm-hmm. And they might be asking it. Unknowingly, they might not know that, but if all they, if they, if they think this person's in it for the money, or this person's just dialing it in, or this person is just doing it because they feel that they should, or this person is doing it against their will, it's going to be very difficult to bring somebody on a journey with us if we don't look like we want to be on that journey as well. Which is why standing for something and believing in what you do is very important. Now, I'm not too proud to say that I wouldn't, you know, to put food on my family's table. I, w- I wouldn't do work that didn't light me up. For sure, you know, I, I think any anybody who is responsible and has responsibilities towards loved ones or towards their community is going to say, for, for sure, I'll do what needs doing. I'll pump gas, I'll, I'll, I'll pour drinks, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll collect the trash, whatever it is that, that you do, you know. But if you have the luxury today of having chosen self-employment, um, and I think you're doing yourself and your customers a disservice if it's not something that you feel is, is good for the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you when you operate from from service to others, and you bring forth your passion, and then actual intention is is to give to others and to to serve and to help. You know that 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 is a, a communication that is underlining what verbally what people say and they connect, right? Like they, they, they just sense something. And when you go and you stand on a stage and you're speaking to a large group, those specific people that, you know, write you a check and they want to be and work with you, there's some, there's a connection there that is, that is deeper than, than what we can comprehend, right? What we can put on paper. Um, and it's so important to have that foundation. And it is true, like, you know, you'll see a lot of people go into business and the motivation is uh, money. And I find that motivation, I had that, you know, as well in the past, but 
what happens is you're you start turning into forceful actions, right? Like, I gotta get this client. I gotta do this. I gotta do my social media. Oh my God, it's like frustrating. And you just feel off. Your energy is off. And when you communicate with people, they feel that, you know, it's, 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 it hits them. Um, and that's such a, a, a great point that you made. Now, I wanted to ask you if someone is working a job and they have a, a skill, expertise, passion, whatever you want to call it. It's just they have something in them that they, they want to share with the world, but they're holding back, you know, because what they hear from others, uh, you know, the fear factor, right? And they feel intimidated to take a step forward to share this message with the world. You know, they hold back. You know, maybe there's a lot of criteria that they're dealing with, right? Like, you know, they have the one source of income in the house or whatever the case may be, but they're not taking that step. So what would your recommendation with your all your experience to be someone like that to come forth and say, you know what? I'm doing this for the world. I'm, I'm, I'm going out there. Like, what would you, if you met someone like that, what would you say to that? I, well, you know, um, entrepreneurship isn't for everybody, and that's okay. Thank, thank God, because you know, if if everybody was an entrepreneur, where would we find our employees? Where would we find our our you know core operators? So, if if it's not for you, that's absolutely okay. But if you're hesitating to take the first step, um, then tough to tough tough to say after after twenty odd years of of uh, self employment. But it gets. It, confidence is confidence is not the same as enthusiasm. You know, you might be scared witless because you don't have the confidence that it's going to work out, which is perfectly okay. Nobody is ever confident the first time they do anything. Um, and confidence and enthusiasm are not the same thing. So, you, you know, you might be, for example, I'm, I'm confident that somebody somewhere in the world uh, right now is uh, has broken their toe. Um, I'm not enthusiastic about that, but it, I'm confident that given the amount of people in the world and the amount of toes in the world, somebody somewhere is nursing a broken toe. Now, I'm not mm. enthusiastic about that, but based upon my experience of the world, I am confident mm -hmm. that that is true. I'm also confident that, you know, I'm not going to have a 100% close rate uh, on my sales calls. I'm also confident that, you know, sometime in the next two years, one of my customers is going to ask for a refund. I'm not enthusiastic about mm -hmm. those things, but in the mm -hmm. doing of these things, you start to yeah. flex that, uh, that muscle, which says it's okay. So the first step, um, I, I always recommend my clients start small, particularly if confidence is an issue. Um, because we work a, a, according to the maxim, you know, what's the worst that can happen if this doesn't work out? So mm -hmm. if you have a responsibility to put food on the table for your family and uh, you're talking about quitting your job to start a new business, great. What's the worst that can happen? Well, the worst that can happen is my family won't get fed. Can I live with that? Well, yes, I have a I have a backup plan. You know, somebody else has promised me a job or... or um, it, it, you reach the stage where if you can live with the worst case scenario, then really you've, you've, you've balanced the risk reward uh, ratio in your, in your favor. If you can't live in the worst case scenario, mm -hmm. um, then you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing that thing. And rather also than the risk reward um, 
relationship that people often talk about, I prefer to look at the responsibility and reward relationship. If you're prepared to take responsibility for something, you will see the rewards for that. If you take responsibility for your health, you will you will be rewarded with a better body. I don't know. Um, if you take responsibility yeah. for your wealth, you will be rewarded with a, with a healthier bank account. If you take responsibility for doing what you say you're going to do, then you're going to be rewarded with the trust of the people. If you take responsibility for mm. any aspect of your life, but if you're handing off that responsibility or waiting to be given the reward and you're not prepared to take the responsibility, then maybe it's not for you. And that's okay. If you don't mm. know what to do, that, that, mm -hmm. that's all right as well. You know, there are thousands and millions of people out there who can help you. There are books that can show you what to do, but they will never mm -hmm. take the first step for you. Um, so, mm -hmm. so, you know, get, get comfortable taking the small step to the, to the extent that you can cope with the worst case scenario. So maybe you don't quit your job, you know, maybe you just mm -hmm. do a side gig. Maybe you don't burn down that relationship because, uh, uh, or maybe you don't put all your money on black, you know, it's, can you live with the worst case scenario and you take the responsibility to the extent that you can live with the, uh, worst case scenario, should it happen? Oh, that's great. Great advice. Um, hopefully it helps someone out there in the audience. And we always, uh, like to also ask our guests what their innermost superpower is that got them to this point in their life. Other people, um, nurturing relationships. So, you know, the idea that uh, anybody is self-made, I think, is largely nonsense. Um, mm -hmm. You can only go I so agree. far on your own, but um, if you can nurture and maintain good relationships, you know, that really does, that mitigates against the worst case scenario as well. You know, I think if mm -hmm. you, as long as you've got your mental health, which I understand isn't a given, um, but if you're, if you're in relatively good mental health and you have good relationships, well, that probably means that you're never going to be hungry or homeless, right? Mm. There are always, and I'm not, I'm, I realize I say this from a position of, of, of great privilege, um, but I, you asked me what my superpower is. I think if I have, I have made a consistent effort day in, day out to stay in touch with and be a good friend to those around me who mm. uh, need me, and in return, I have benefited from their support, from, you know, being raised up on their shoulders, from their introductions, from their resources, uh, from them saying good things about me. Um, yeah. There's absolutely no way I could have done anything I've done no. on my own um, without the support of others. So, so I make a you know, yeah. consistent effort to, to stay in touch with the people that are important to me. Yeah, so true, uh, Matthew. It's I can relate so much to that. For me, you know, I call it uh, hashtag Let's Grow Together. Um, you know, whatever is happening in my life, it, I could I could never take the credit. You know, I don't want to. Um, it's 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 a much deeper state. Um, you know, the depth of of internal world and the relationships and the connection. I, I have with guests and audience and people, that's, that's what's amplifying it. Me as the person is just the, 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 the shell that I was coming out from, but it's so much more deeper. And I, I completely agree with that one. And, you know, it's, if anybody thinks that they're, it's all them, if the ego is really strong, they say, yeah, I did it. Yeah. You know, there's, you'll see them online, of course. Um, 
I just feel that it's 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 a little uh, narrow uh, to look at that, and and the broad view is. It's impossible to get to a certain level without the support of others, without relationships. It's super important, and I appreciate you for saying that. We're on the same page. Yeah, we're on the same page. Well, Matthew, um, I want you to kind of share any last thoughts that you have, anything that can serve the, the, the audience. Uh, please go ahead and share. Well, I'd actually just like to repeat something I said uh, just now, mm -hmm. which is, you know, what's the worst that can happen and can I live with it? Because this is about um, taking big swings, right? Uh, taking taking mm -hmm. what may appear to be a big risk. Um, mm -hmm. But if you can live with the worst case scenario, if nobody's going to get killed, nobody's going to get arrested, and you're saying, should I, could I, may I put this out there, go for it. I've come to realize after 20 yeah. years that, you know, people aren't paying that much attention to us, really. Even if, we, even if we're, of course, at the center of our own world, um, the people who are receiving our sales offers, the people who are opting in for our marketing messages, the people who are watching our videos, people who are listening to our podcasts, it's wonderful that we get blessed with their attention, but they're not paying as much attention as we think they are. So show up more repeatedly. Don't worry about looking foolish. Uh, in the eyes of the marketplace, um, and uh, you know, swing for the swing, swing for the hills. Go take those take those big risks mm -hmm. because uh, life is a lot more fun when you do. Yeah, excellent. And you know, um, you mentioned mental health. Even that, there's help out there. You know, you can get the help and be in a state where you actually have that that internal confidence to go after what you want to go after for your family and and anyone that matters to you in your life so you know we usually tend to kind of get in our own way and by watching these kind of episodes and and guests like matthew you know it's it helps people to kind of broaden their awareness right and and see what's available, what's out there, you know, and you, you've done it for 20 years and you're helping other people achieve the results and the growth and the success to put food on their um, family's table. So uh, who knows that person out there listening to this could be that next person like you, Matthew, like myself, that is actually helping others put food on their table. So at the end of the day, it's not just about you. So when you take that big step, just know it's like everything's connected, you know, we're all together. So uh, do do kind of go after it. If you want to go after it, go after it. And I, I love the words that you shared, Matthew. I appreciate you so much um, for taking the time to come on this show. You're a busy guy, you know, and, and, and I'm grateful um, for your time that you spent with us in the audience. Thank you very much for having me, Shahid. The pleasure was entirely mine. Thank you so much. And audience, grateful to you. Love you guys. You know, uh, continue to support the show. Share with family and friends. Engage with the content. Engage with our guests. They're coming and, and, and sharing their wisdom and their time on a, a show to serve you guys. You know, so take check out their page. Check out their social media. Check out what they're doing. 
you know, and, and, and just watch what they're doing, watch their videos, get involved, you know, baby steps are great, but you, you just got to be more involved. Take those actions. When you take those little actions and you engage with the guest page and you engage with our page and you share and all that, those are considered actions. At the end of the day, those are actions as well. So if you're taking those actions, that's going to progress into other actions. It's like those baby steps. And, you know, you can just start like that. And, and again, thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. And um, again, Matthew, thank you so much. And uh, we will speak soon.